This is the Anxiety Coach Podcast, your home for knowledge and inspiration about where anxiety comes from and the tools to conquer it so you can live an empowered life. Hey, hey, hey. Yes, guys. Welcome to the Anxiety Coach Podcast. And yeah, we're on episode number three which is cool. Um, Actually, before I start, this is something that's been playing on my mind about the podcast in that I've had the first two episodes ready to rock and roll, to release for ages. So I got them done and then I was like, okay, I need to get a jingle. I need to um, get everything perfect. I need to get the logo. I need to sort everything out and make everything tip top before I put it out there to you guys, to the world. Um, And in doing that, it's taken me ages to get it out there. Whereas in reality, if I had just put it out there, got the ball rolling, got some feedback from you guys, I'd probably be a lot further ahead than I am now in trying to get everything perfect at the start. And so there's that fear of failure, fear of, you know, judgment, fear of success, but also alongside that comes perfectionism. And then with that perfectionism comes procrastination. And so I just thought I had a really good call with my coach as well recently. And I was like, right, I just need to get it out there. What am I waiting for? And so, yeah, I'm sat here now recording episode number three, which is dialing in the fundies, dialing in the fundamentals in life. And then one thing we can do to help ourselves within each of those fundamentals. And so there's four, guys. There's four fundamentals, which I believe if we, as people who want to reduce or conquer our our anxiety, who want to improve our body shape, our health, and be in tip-top shape for ourselves, for our family, for the rest of our lives, then these four fundamentals, eating, moving, sleeping, and breathing, have to be dialed in. We have to get these as good as we can possibly get them and develop the knowledge and the awareness around these four fundamentals to then implement into our lives so that we feel better physiologically, which in turn affects our psychology because they're linked, guys. They're not separate. We've labelled them as separate, but essentially we are one being, one human, one person, And everything about us is linked. And so, you know, we often hear people talking about the body and the mind, or the mind and the body. Actually, it's it's the same. It's your body-mind and your mind-body. Because your thoughts, your beliefs, all affect how you feel physiologically. And how you are physiologically 
So your biochemistry, for example, your hormones, your neurotransmitter dominance, all affect how you think and how you feel. So they affect your psychology. So it's this cycle, guys. And it's this constant feedback between those two that really, really has an effect on our body shape, how we feel within our bodies and our anxiety. And so I'll briefly, guys, just go through these fundamentals, the fundamental principles, and then one kind of habit or practice that we can implement into our lives to help us improve this aspect or this fundamental principle. And so we've got to dial in our nutrition. We've got to be eating foods that contribute to our, our wellness, that contribute to a healthy, robust, physically strong and able body. But then also nutrition that's going to help reduce inflammation. Nutrition that's going to be good for our brains. And therefore our mind and our psychology. And it's funny how a lot of these foods are the same for both. So most of the foods that are good for our body are also good for our mind. And so, for example, let's take fatty fish. So eating what, what we call smash fish, sardines, mackerel, anchovies, um, salmon and herring. These are all fatty fish which are, which are high in omega-3. Omega-3 oils or fatty acids which are massive for lowering inflammation in our body and that helps us recover quicker, recover faster from workouts so that we can then get back in the gym or get back to whatever workout we want to do to help improve our our body and get in the best shape of our lives by being able to do more. But then also it can help reduce inflammation in the brain, which as we know through science and through researching and exploring this, that has a massive effect on our levels of anxiety and depression. And so what we eat specifically has a huge effect on, you know, our body shape, our health, our performance and our anxiety. And so that's fundamental number one, guys, is dialing in our nutrition. And that looks a little bit different for everyone. And that's why the guys and girls on my coaching program, they don't get a one size fits all approach to nutrition. There's a lot of preference, taste-wise, culturally, the amount of activity someone's doing, the stage someone is in their journey and in their life, all has an effect on kind of personalised nutrition. And so one thing we can do, guys, is just bring awareness, bring awareness to what we're eating on a daily basis by writing it down and 
what gets measured gets improved. And so that's a great first step is take a couple of days, write down exactly what you're eating and drinking throughout that day. And then take note of your mood. Take note of your energy levels. And that can really, really help improve in a short space of time just by bringing that awareness. And so number two, guys, fundy, fundamental number two is movement. And I always say that movement is, is medicine. We were literally designed and essentially it's in our DNA. We need to move it. Otherwise, we can become stagnant in mind and body. And I know from my own experience with anxiety, moving my body was one of the best things that I could do to help me find, even if it was just momentarily, relief from the suffering that I was feeling. And actually done consistently over time, that compounds. That compound interest of movement is so, so crucial to reducing anxiety, to getting the body that we that we love and that feels energized within it. Um, and actually there is, again, they did a study on the number of steps and mood and symptoms of depression. And it was just below 6,000. I can't remember the exact number, 5,940 something steps if we did below that we were between 30 and 50 percent more likely to experience depressive symptoms or anxious anxiety symptoms and we yeah more likely to have poorer mental health and so by moving our bodies by getting those steps in or some kind of equivalent, hitting the gym, getting out on your bike, getting out for a walk is huge because every time we move our muscles, they're essentially like an organ and they release these bliss chemicals, these proteins called myokines into our bloodstream, which can then get into our, into our brain past the blood brain barrier and help us improve our mood our motivation and so one thing guys that we can do which is so so good and beneficial and crucial to how we feel is getting out for some morning movement so that's our one thing as soon as we wake up as soon as you wake up try getting out for five to 15 minutes and just going for a little stroll and seeing how you feel after doing that consistently for a week. And I'd love to know. I would love to know. Fundamental number three, guys. Sleep. Something that has for a long time gone under the radar until recent years. I mean, like, if you think back to pre-industrial times, we were sleeping 
on average eight hours a night. If you go back to more pre prehistoric times, they were thought to be sleeping, you know, like 10 hours a night. And there wasn't the invention of a light bulb. And so people generally were healthier. There wasn't as many incidences of like chronic disease and chronic illness that we have these days in modern society. And sleep has a massive influence on that because now on average, we're sleeping just under seven hours in general. And that's just not enough for most people. And actually there's a stage of our sleep called REM, rapid eye movement, which essentially is like a, it's like a mental health first aid kit because these rapid eye movements side to side, up and down, allow our brain to process, process things, scenarios, thoughts, feelings that have happened throughout the day. But if we're not sleeping, we're not getting enough of this REM stage sleep and deep sleep, which we'll move on to in a second, then our brains, our bodies can't process, can't recover. And so that puts us at a physiological disadvantage, which can then increase our levels of inflammation in the brain. Because when we sleep, our brain flushes out, our body and brain flushes out the toxins that have built up through the day. But if we're busy being awake for too long, like I was, back in my, uh, you know, late teens to mid twenties, partying a lot, drinking, not getting in until whatever time in the morning, has a knock on effect on brain health, on our ability to flush out toxins from our body and then they build up. And if they build up and then get stored within the body and the brain, then that can lead to inflammation. And as we know, as I mentioned earlier, is that inflammation in the body and the brain can create and cause anxiety, depression. It helps it, you know, the more inflamed we are, the more stressed out our body is. And the more stressed out our body is, the less it likely and the less able we are to burn body fat if that's a goal of yours. And I know it is a lot of the clients that I have and the guys and girls inside the program that I run, a lot of their goal is to change their body composition because they wanna, A, look better to feel better. But also part of that is developing that altered self image that's not purely based on external looks but we all want a physical functional healthy body and the truth is if we're holding and carrying too much body fat then we're not going to achieve that and so sleep is 
massively underrated in this and it's it's a huge aspect of physically reducing stress and mentally reducing stress in our body and so one thing we can do and i'm going to tie this into the movement as well as to not give you loads of things to go and try and implement is getting up getting outside getting some sunlight first thing or movement first thing so i know i'm very aware in the uk now it's getting a bit darker so it's not that sunny early on and even if it's cloudy guys it's still way way better than being indoors the level of light or the lux is what it's measured in is massively higher even outside on a really cloudy day than being inside and so if we can get up get out first thing that helps set our body clock and our circadian rhythm to set us up for a good night of sleep and a good night of sleep equals a good life when done consistently because we feel more energized and the precursor to having anything good is good energy and then moving on to the fourth fundamental the fourth kind of pillar is breathing and going back to what i just spoke about energy we breathe in oxygen oxygen is fuel for our mitochondria which are the energy powerhouses of every single cell in our body and so if we can fuel these well by getting oxygen to them by breathing right we're going to feel more energized which is going to help us be able to do the things you want to do in a better way for example if we want to go out for these walks if we want to work out if we want to have the energy to <clears throat> connect with people to cook food to do these things that take a little bit more energy because they're difficult at first then breathing right is a great way to start and think about it guys it's something we do our whole life but how much attention do we really pay to it and the guys and girls in the east so the more eastern philosophies emphasize correct breathing early on in in life because they know that it's something that stays with us from the moment we enter this world as we are in this physical body to the moment we leave it that's something that we always have with us that can be used as a tool to improve enhance our lives and so if we're breathing in this fundamental way throughout our lives we're breathing through our nose guys and if we struggle to breathe through our nose we've got to ask ourselves that question why is that because if there's not been any injury or broken noses we should be able to breathe through it most of the time so is there something in our environment that's creating this kind of almost intolerant or allergic reaction within our nose to close up our nostrils are we 
suffering with a bit of an illness, a virus, a cold that's causing us to be blocked and stuffy. Because most of the time that, that shouldn't be the case. And like I'm saying, with all these fundamentals, if we merge these and we get all these working in congruence and as one, then that's massively going to help our immune system. And that's massively going to help then our physiology and our psychology. Because inflammation is massively linked to the immune system. And if we're more inflamed and we don't have a strong, robust immune system, then again, that's going to stress out the body. Again, that's going to lead to potentially and show up as mental health issues, anxiety. And so we want to be breathing through our nose, guys, into our belly button. Smooth, slow. And in general, when we're breathing normally, it's, we want it to be fairly silent. And circular, which means no pause at the top or the bottom of our inhale and exhalation. And that is something that we call functional breathing. And we've kind of lost that, especially over in like the Western society in the Western world. We've kind of lost the ability to breathe properly. And so if we are able to breathe properly, doing those things that I just mentioned through the nose, down into your belly button, into your diaphragm, circular, smooth and silent, then that allows us to get more oxygen into those cells, into those mitochondria to give us more energy. And also help us stimulate that part of our nervous system, that part of our body that uh, instigates that rest and digest state. It's that cool, calm, relaxed tranquility, which is huge in, in helping us conquer and overcome and reduce anxiety and fuel workouts to build that better body, that more robust body that can stand the test of time. And it may seem counterintuitive, but we've got to breathe a little less to get a better effect. Because in our bloodstream, the oxygen's attached to hemoglobin in red blood cells. And actually, the more carbon dioxide that we can tolerate within our body, the more oxygen that gets released. And that's why breathing through our nose is good for this. That's why not breathing too much, so too fast, and through the mouth is good for this. And it's a huge, huge pillar that we don't really think about a lot of the time. And that's why I've added it into the fundamentals. 
that I'm talking about here. Our eating, our moving, our sleeping and our breathing is so, so crucial to every single aspect of our lives that I believe and I know from my own experience in coaching clients is that the first place to look if you're feeling off, if you're feeling stuck, is and are those four fundamentals. And especially if it's a body shape thing that you want to achieve. And actually because the body and the mind are linked, they are one, it's actually you know, a great place to start when you're looking at conquering anxiety too. And yeah, I'm not saying that other factors can definitely influence the anxiety we experience. For example, society and the way it's set up, conditioning from our authority figures, from peers in the world around us, our socioeconomic status, which can all affect these fundamental pillars as well. I'm saying these four because we can, for the most part, control every single one of them in some way. And so that's just what I want to want you to think about and take away from this podcast. Are to become aware of how you're eating, what you're eating, how you're moving, sleeping and breathing. And then just make those small necessary changes that you might need to do or that you feel as though you intuitively can do. And remember guys, you have the power. You are not your thoughts. You are also not anxiety. You're more than that. And you're also more than your body. Your body is your vehicle. So guys, love you all. Have an awesome uh, day, evening, whenever you're listening to this. Um, and I'll catch you soon. Thank you guys for listening. I really, really appreciate it. And if this resonated with you in particular, and you'd like to hear more about the Revitalized program and the coaching program that I run in helping guys and girls be in the best physical and mental shape of their lives, conquering anxiety and living an empowered life, then please hit the link in the podcast description, fill out the application and I'll, I'll be in touch ASAP. Thank you.